Good morning, passengers. I'm glad you've decided to join us on today's flight, and I hope you enjoy yourselves. We are expecting a bit of turbulence, but let me assure you, I've been flying planes for 15 years, and I have a 92% crash-free record, which is almost as good as perfect. On most grading scales, that's a solid A-, and that's nothing to sniff at. I'd like to see you do better. Have a nice flight. Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and let you know which shows soar to the highest heights of the small screen or crash and burn. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my lovely husband, Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? I like how you're doing this intro. It's like a 1940s, <laughs> like, uh, reporter trying to get this big scoop. Yeah, let's, get, the, let's gotta, get this done. We gotta get the big scoop. <laughs> Say. 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 Yeah, so how are you? You know, I feel like killing things. <laughs> do you? I do, I do, I do. Awesome. Why women kill? Um, I think it's because of technology. <laughs> <laughs> you blame technology? I blame technology. Right now, I feel like it's technology. I think it's going to be the bane of all of us. <laughs> Take a computer. We smash it with a hammer. <laughs> oh my gosh. It just took us 15 minutes just yeah. to get our, our rig set up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do for you all. <laughs> we love you. But I want to murder some technology. It's a sacrifice of love, honey. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. Well, should we uh, mention uh, what we're doing? You, yeah. You did, but Not uh, really. in our last episode, mm-hmm. we said we were going to be doing the Netflix show Gentify. Right. However, calling a little audible on the play, <laughs> and we decided because it's International Women's Month, mm-hmm. we are going to do shows that are either by... Women-driven. Or, or women-driven shows, mm-hmm. either written by or starring vehicles for women yeah and we even have a very special casper van dean movie yes i don't know how woke <laughs> it will be but <laughs> i know to, for a fact it's going to be great according to imdb it is predominantly women nice and and, and when i found this movie <laughs> yes Erin here, yes. her first response is like, let's watch it now. Now. And I was like, no, we can't watch it now. Now. I want it now. So Give just... them the awesome title of what no, this is No, I can't. Oh, my you God. You have to. You have to. You have to. Okay. Go for it. All right. This is something in the in the future. Yes. It may not even make it into uh, March, actually, honestly. but It'll it, be April. It'll yeah. probably be yeah. in April. But that's okay, because it's, it's okay. worth it. Yeah. The movie is called Sharktopus mm-hmm. versus... Whale wolf. Whale wolf. It, you it, got that right. Whale it is a, wolf. It is a killer whale orca. Yes. Let's be PC. It's okay. an orca. <laughs> Put those poor orcas in their feelings. Gene uh, spliced <laughs> with a wolf. I don't think the uh, creators of this cared about their feelings, so we don't have to care about calling them orcas, honey. Right, right. So, and I guess Sharktopus has to come out of retirement yes. and, and take down the yes. whale wolf. And it might be wolf whale. I'm not. I, th- no, it's whale wolf. It's pretty much whale wolf. Because I had a hard time saying it because I wanted whale to say. Wolf? Yes. Because <laughs> I kept wanting to say werewolf. This is fascinating. It's fascinating. <laughs> so, but yes, whale wolf. So stick with us a few weeks. We're doing that yeah. movie. Yeah, we are. Casper Van Dien. You know it's going to be great. He picks them. He picks them <laughs> out of the hat. He picks the greatest movies he of does. all time. He does. He does. He's a so genius. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. So, we have a few other movies lined up for this month. Shows. Did I say movies? Yes. <sighs> Never going to get that right. <laughs> so, for this week, we mm-hmm. chose a CBS all-access show mm-hmm. called Why Women Kill. Mm-hmm. And with... No knowledge of what this show was. No, we like the title. I like that Lucy Liu was on the cover. Yeah, because I was like, I love Lucy Liu. How about so, you? How about you? <laughs> <laughs> I love her. So I was like, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be good, yeah. and you know, it's a, and, and it was uh, created by Mark Cherry, mm-hmm. who also created Desperate Housewives, mm-hmm. which I have never seen, but I assume it's probably a lot like this. I've seen <laughs> the first season. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot. There's similarities here. Is there similarities? Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely. We're gonna to... get into it because you're gonna want to know my feelings on this show. <laughs> okay, so Mark Cherry <laughs> is the baby daddy of both Desperate Housewives ah, and uh, Why Women Kill. Why Women Kill. Interesting. Okay. Okay. 
So let's knock this out. So we got a synopsis mm-hmm. here from IMDb. Sure. And they say it is an anthology series that follows three women in different decades all living in the same house as they deal with infidelity and betrayals in their marriage. And the episode synopsis, the episode was uh, the first episode called Murder Means Never Having to Say You're Sorry. Mm -hmm. And apparently all their episode titles are from famous quotes from movies. So that's like Love Never Means Saying Right, right, right. And I kind (laughs) of like this synopsis because it's like, it's no frills. <laughs> this is like <laughs> direct and to the point. And he doesn't even like introduce you to the characters. Mm-hmm. It's just like this happened. So here you go. Beth Ann learns of Rob's infidelity. Simone <laughs> is blindsided by her Carl's devastating secret. Taylor has an open marriage with Eli. Okay then. Like that's like the most like. Wow. Sure. Thanks. That, sure. Okay. That, that wasn't even a synopsis. It's just like a list of things. <laughs> this is a summary. <laughs> the show stars, as we've mentioned, mm-hmm. Lucy Liu as yes. Simone Grove, who you might know from Elementary and Charlie's Angels and a bunch of other oh, great and lots stuff. lots of Futurama apps. Oh, yeah. She's mm-hmm. great in that. Uh, we got Jennifer Goodwin, mm-hmm. who plays Beth Ann Stanton, mm-hmm. and you know her from Once Upon a Time and Zootopia. The sexy rabbit She's... from Zootopia. <laughs> <laughs> don't look that up on <laughs> DeviantArt. You don't want to. Oh, I'm sure it's rough. I'm sure oh, it's rough. It's rough. I bet. I bet. <laughs> and uh, don't ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have Kirby Howell Baptiste. Uh, she was in The Good Place, mm-hmm. and she was in the new season of Veronica Mars, which okay. we never finished. Right, so right. we never got to see her in there, but no, there she was. Okay. I feel like she was in something else, too, but I can't quite place it. Those were the ones I, that really stuck out to me, because mm. she's Chidi's girlfriend uh, for a <gasps> that's while. That's right. That's, that's I where I know her from. her from. Yeah. She yeah. was great in that. Yeah. And this was released August 15th, 2019. Mm -hmm. The number one song, as it was for the majority of last year, was Old Town Road by Little Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. (laughs) And the. (laughs) What a combo! <laughs> Just Billy Ray Cyrus. That was enough to set you off. <laughs> that wasn't was it? it. All I had to do was think about him in the nineties. <laughs> that, that warmed your achy breaky heart. It did. <laughs> and uh, the the movie of the year was, or the movie of, not of the year of yeah. the time of that date. Okay. In time, <laughs> I'm gonna get this out. Okay, good job. Good uh, job. It was a movie called Good Boys, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure I'm too familiar I with. I don't recognize it. I feel like I heard stuff about it being kind of like super bad, but okay. not as super good. <laughs> okay. And I've actually heard a lot. There's a lot of revisionists on super bad that's not very good. I've no. never seen super bad. Neither have I. So. <laughs> okay then. All right. So what did you expect from? Just as, again, we didn't even see a trailer. We no. had no, no. The cover was cool. Yeah, and we were like, yeah. it's Women's Month, so and it's Lucy Liu. We need to know who they want to, what women want to kill. Exactly. <laughs> Why we kill? Why you kill? Because yeah. you kill all the time. All the time. We're terrible at it. <laughs> okay. So what were your predictions there? Well, my expectations of this of why women kill. Okay. Are you going to actually give me your list of reasons to kill? <laughs> no. My expectations <laughs> is we're going to find out why. Women kill. Nice. Yes. Nice. Okay. Yes. Creative. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all. You didn't even come up with two others? No, I didn't. Oh, my god. I knew nothing about this. <laughs> okay. I said mm-hmm. that I expected it to be an examination of gender roles in America wow. and how those have evolved over time as wow. well as how they have stayed the same. Okay. I expect the stories to be thematic and inform one another. Well, I didn't know we had to write a thesis on this. <laughs> and since it's on CBS All Access, I expected some maybe some Klingon boobs. Yes. It really was missing Klingon boobies. It needed the Klingon boobies. <laughs> Everything needs Klingon boobies. But CBS All Access is like, you can cuss all you want on yep. our shows. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. So I like that. So do you want to get into the show or you want some facts? I want some facts. I got some women murderer facts. Yes, women murderer facts. <laughs> okay, I got three because we had three lead women, so I figured one for each. Nice. Okay. Uh, the first female serial killer in America was a woman known as Lavinia Fisher. She lived circa 1793 to 1820. Ooh, now why did she kill? <laughs> she, well, she killed for a boring reason. She huh. killed for money. What? But she was That's a, so boring. She was a highwayman. 
cool. That is cool, right? That is cool. So let me tell you a little bit of Lavinia. Yeah, so this is lay it she, down. So Lavinia she, facts. She was she was part of a, a whole highwayman gang. Hmm. Is that redundant? Uh, gang. <laughs> <laughs> she had a hotel or inn or uh-huh. bed and B&B. Right. Air, Airbnb. <laughs> around the turn of the century and she would lure travelers in. Oh my god. And then she would kind of ply them, I guess with alcohol, and ask them about their careers right. and find out if they were wealthy. Okay. And then if she determined that they were wealthy, she would poison their tea. Oh my god. <laughs> and she So would, she couldn't just rob them? Nope. And she'd send them toddling off the bed at which point they would die in their bed and her husband would come in, stab them in the chest oh my. just to make sure mm-hmm. and then they would rob them. Wow. Now that's the kind of boring story. Okay. The other, I feel like this may be far, you tell me if okay. this seems far-fetched. Did the she o- ride a unicorn? No, well that was <laughs> close up. Okay. The other idea of how she may have killed these people. Okay. Is she poisoned them uh-huh. a little bit. Okay. So that they would be sort of poisoned. Okay. And then they would toddle off to bed. Uh-huh. And then she would, I swear to God, this is true. This mm. is what it said. She would pull a lever. Uh-huh. Which would drop them into a trap door <laughs> that had spikes on the bottom. <laughs> so she's like, so it's like the Goonies. Right? You know? she's, she's got booby traps. She's got booby traps. <laughs> and I'm like, I think poisoning them and stabbing to make sure is sufficient. I don't know that she needs a death trap in her B&B. But that's one of the theories on her. Interesting. So she seems like an interesting type of woman. Okay, well, let's just hope you never meet someone like that. <laughs> then we also have Mary Ann Cotton. Mm-hmm. She was a serial killer who killed three of her husband and 12 children. Wait, she killed her kids? Yeah, I actually had another murderer woman that mm-hmm. was just strictly... Okay, the idea of baby farms yes. is not as funny as that might sound initially. <laughs> What's a baby farm? There was a murderer who had a baby farm. Okay. Is yeah, but big... what is it? I'm getting well, to get it. to it! It sounds kind of fun, though, right? I want to go on a baby farm. <laughs> it's it's kind of cool. Right. Okay, in Victorian times, there's things called baby farms. So basically, okay. if you got pregnant out of wedlock, uh-huh. it's where you sent your kid if you couldn't say you were visiting a relative. You okay. could send your baby to the baby farm, and they would hopefully find someone to but this particular person a lot of people would ply them with like opium Mm. these babies give them opium and then mount to keep them pliant right so they weren't screaming all the time and then of course these kids would die oh my god I wasn't going to bring that up because I felt like it was kind of a bummer. Yeah, why did you bring it up? (laughs) Because we were talking about babies. oh my god this is getting as bad as tough facts (laughs) anyway I think I'm going to stop you doing facts completely (laughs) Most You're always of, bringing me down with Most of the babies on the baby farms turned into demons and, <laughs> and got their revenge. Thank God. <laughs> so, but this Marianne But Cotton, then the witcher would have to kill them. And then, yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Just let the baby demons go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moving on. Demon babies, I'm sorry. I was a little dyslexic. We have established they are demon babies, not baby demons. Ah, for so sure. It's a little bit different. Yeah, there's differences. Yep. Mm. Anyway. Marianne Cotton, she did kill 12 of her children. That's awful. Which is not as fun. No. <laughs> as a, a, a spike-lined pit. <laughs> oh, my God. She was We're a, getting dark. <laughs> she was eventually caught because she told this cop one day, she's like, hey, my boy Billy here is really sick. And Billy's over there like, hey, you guys want to play some stickball? Want to play stick and hoop? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the cop, being a pretty decent cop, mm. was like, hmm, mm. your boy doesn't seem that sick. So somehow he knew her her doctor was maybe okay. there's only one doctor in town probably it, that's probably what makes sense so he went to the doctor and was it's like a one doctor town he's like hey this woman's saying her kid's like on his deathbed and dr quinn was like no she's not on her yeah, deathbed yeah but he's yeah. totally sticking hoofing it down yeah. with like all the kids down the frog gigging down by the creek <laughs> and i don't really buy it so just so you know so sure enough the, sorry the child <laughs> dies why are you laughing? It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> but it's funny. Not the child dying is not funny. But the fact that the cop did do something, but not enough. Uh, like, he, he was just like... Well, cops aren't preventative. I, well, if he's that suspicious that he's going to the yeah. the doctor, maybe stake out the house. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he could have prevented the death rather than, like, mm. take a wait-and-see <laughs> approach. <laughs> God. <laughs> So, anyway, she was told after he died, in order to collect the insurance on him, she had to go to this doctor to get him to sign some paperwork. Mm. And then they 
basically busted her. What's interesting, though, about her is she has a nursery rhyme. Yeah, of course. Why don't murderers get nursery rhymes anymore? <laughs> There's no reason. <laughs> but they keep them in your mind. Okay, so here we go. This is uh, Marianne Cotton. Okay. Marianne Cotton. She's dead and she's rotten. She lies uh. in her bed. I don't know if this is how you say it. With her eyes wide open, sing, sing, oh, what? Wait. Okay, your meter's way balls. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to read it straight. Just read it. Marianne Cotton, she's dead and she's rotten. She lies in her bed. With her eyes wide open, sing, sing, oh, what can I sing? Marianne Cotton is tied up with a string. Where, where? Up in the air, selling black puddings a penny a pair. What does that mean? Was she hanged? Yeah, I'm assuming she was okay. hanged. Yeah, Sorry, but, not hung. That's different. Yeah. But what are black puddings? <laughs> and she's selling them for a... A penny a pair. Penny are, a pair. They, are they shoes? I don't know. When she was hanged, was she wearing black shoes that then they sold to people for a penny? I don't know. And and puddings is kind of written in a in a more yeah. colloquial way. It's yeah, not that's why I'm thinking they're pudding, like that's why like I'm thinking they're like puddle jumpers. That would make sense, like, maybe. Like, and you sell them in a pair. Yeah. But why is she selling shit? Maybe she was a shoe salesperson. I don't. Or a maker? I don't know. A cobbler. I don't know. I don't know. I know nothing else about Marianne Cotton. <laughs> I don't know, but all I know is people should learn that rhyme. And <laughs> I think they can pass on this. I think people need to write more rhymes about murders. <laughs> anyway, here's our last one. Is This one was kind of fun. Okay. I got a fun murderer for last one. Thank you. Tilly Kilmeck. It's right there in the name. <laughs> she was a psychic. Oh. <laughs> and she would go around predicting the deaths oh. of the neighborhood dogs, which would suddenly end up dead. Oh, my God. And everyone was like, wow, you are really good at predicting these dead dogs. And she's like, I sure am. Going to have to bleep that. (laughs) (laughs) And then she says, then one day she predicted. No, we're doing CBS All Access, so you can cuss. We can cuss now? (laughs) I got to change the. the, uh... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Anyway, so one day she's like, hey, husband of 29 years, I predict. You're going to (laughs) die. And a few weeks later, he he died. (laughs) So then she married another man through a matchmaker. And then she predicted he was going to die. And (gasps) three months later, he died. Wow, what are the odds of this happening? (laughs) Bad luck follows her everywhere. She had two more husbands. Same things happened. Oh, wow. Okay. And then a neighborhood woman was like, I think maybe she's not psychic and perhaps... An ancestor of Jessica Fletcher. Well, she ended up dead. Yeah. Not as good as Jessica Fletcher. (laughs) I said an ancestor. she had that psychic vision come over and said, I think you're next, Beth Ann. (laughs) (laughs) And she died. Oh, wow. So then she got married again. Husband number five. Okay. She predicted he was going to die... Fortunately, he had loved ones who came to see him. They saw he was really sick. They took him to the hospital. Turned out he was pumped full of arsenic, Mm. at which point she confessed to the murders Mm. and was sentenced to life in prison on the condition that she was not allowed to cook for anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) And then none of her other psychic murders were ever investigated. Wow. (laughs) They were like, those were real. (laughs) She predicted those. You know what it was? It was all those psychic Uh. visions. They just like... They, they they made her go loony, and she killed wow. her fifth husband, but all mm-hmm. that death that was sure. always surrounding her. So, okay. So, that, so that's, that's, right. that's women murder facts. Women murder facts. Nice. Happy International Women's Month. Thanks. I feel so liberated. <laughs> there you go. So, anyway, so... Okay, so we've watched the show. Yes, we did. How did you, how did you feel about it? Okay. 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 I really liked it. I knew you would. Yeah. I knew you liked it. It felt like the BBC version of Mistresses. Yes. And I like that. Yeah, you liked it. You like that. I do. (laughs) I I like women being like power bosses. (laughs) Power bosses. Yeah. Yeah, Taking taking things into their own hands, you know? Well, as I was thinking with Jennifer Goodwin's character, she's the one who plays the 50s wife. Yes. She's the most meek of, yeah. of them. But I was like... She's when... con- she considers it an honor to serve her husband. Right. And yes. I think she does a great job in the show. Mm-hmm. And I think when she does make that turn... Yeah. Spoiler alert, no one dies in this Nobody episode, dies. I was really disappointed. Bit, which is a little disappointing. The title was misleading. <laughs> 
They haven't killed anybody but, yet. Well, they said these women killed people. Yeah. Isn't the title of the show. It's why women kill. Mm. But I think when she does make that turn, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be super satisfying. Yeah. So that, yeah. that's that's my feeling. But go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. What, so what else? Tell me more about why you like the show. I loved Lucy Liu's character. Okay. I've never really seen her play somebody who's frilly mm-hmm. and just overcome with being a fashionista. Oh, I love the fact that all the paintings in her house were her. Were of her. Yeah. She was very <laughs> conceited yeah. and very tacky and very gaudy. Yeah. And I'm not used to that with Lucy Liu. And, so I really liked her being in this different role. And, I should, and we should point out... She, now, Lucy Liu lives in 1984. Yes, and so she's super tacky. Right. And then yeah. we have Kirby. Mm-hmm. She lives in 2019. Yes. And she's in an open relationship mm-hmm. with her husband, Eli. Yes, yes. And that relationship, I'm, I don't really I understand too much. I wasn't much. into it as much. And... Uh, because I just don't understand open marriages. I, I think... <laughs> but that's just my bias. No, no, no. That's just my, my thing. Yeah, no, I, I thought in terms of like... The stories they were trying mm-hmm. to tell, I thought that was the least compelling of the three. Okay. The acting was fine. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't as engaged with what was going on there. Right. But just to, I guess we should kind of give a little idea of what's going on yeah, with everybody. Yeah, definitely. So, 50s woman, I don't remember their names. Beth Ann. Beth Ann. She is your traditional 50, quote-unquote traditional. Stereotypical. Stereotypical. What everybody wanted 1950s wives to be. Right. Except for 1950s wives. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and she is a doting wife. Mm-hmm. Very. She's a housewife. Yeah, it was gross. He tapped on his cup in order to get her to pour him more drink. Yeah. It was gross. But I like But I did neighbor. like the neighbor girl who was like, Excuse me, what did you just do? Yeah, She's not your maid. They're meeting for the first yeah. time and she totally calls him out on his BS, yeah. which is great. And what I thought was interesting in the episode as a whole, mm-hmm. he says one of the things that he loved about her that they married like after high school mm-hmm. or they were high school sweethearts and she would sew his buttons, cook his food right. and clean the house. Mm-hmm. And then 2019 guy. Yeah, he was like, she sewed, sewed a button, button on my shirt. Yeah, yeah, and she sewed a button and she makes yeah. food and she cleans He's our like, house. He's like, I like this a lot. I could really get used to being served Yeah, like and this. He's, he's supposed yeah. to be the woke yeah. Like, of the woke generation. Mm-hmm. They have a... His wife is bisexual, mm-hmm. and they have an open marriage yeah. where they're allowed to sleep around. But you can tell he's not really... Into it. Well, it's not so much <laughs> he's into it. I don't think he's as adept okay. at it as yeah. his wife is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's like, are you seeing anyone? He's like, no. And you can kind of tell he hasn't probably seen anyone outside of their marriage yeah. in a while. Yeah. But, yeah, so I thought it was real. That was clever to me that they, they tied the, yeah. the 50s guy with the 2019 guy mm-hmm. in that respect. Being like, oh, no, you guys are still. You still You're want, still a-holes. You still want this. Yeah, like when it gets down to yeah, it. Yeah, when it gets down to it. You kind of like this. Yeah. So that was kind of clever. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's 50s stereotype mm-hmm. woman. Then we're an 80s power couple. Yes. And that's Lucy Liu and her mm-hmm. husband. Mm-hmm. And they're just. Living it up 80s yeah. style. It is <laughs> With lots of cocaine, although there's no cocaine on it, but there should be. I'm sure there'll be cocaine. I think there's like cocaine everywhere on her floor. <laughs> yeah. They're just not showing it. And what's going on with her is she thinks she has a perfect husband, perfect life. Mm-hmm. This is her third marriage. This is her third marriage. Mm-hmm. And she gets an envelope at this party that they're throwing, mm-hmm. and it's him kissing a man. Yeah. Which I was a little disappointed because I had pegged the 50s guy as going to be the gay. Right. But uh, he's just cheating. your stereotypical douchebag. Yeah, who's exactly. Who's going to cheat with the waitress at his work. So I, I'll wait and see. Mm-hmm. I, would, I don't want to say I was like disappointed, but I feel like there's a lot more story mm-hmm. that could come from when you have a stereotypical 50s. Mm-hmm. There was a movie with Dennis Haysbert and I think Dennis Quaid okay. a while ago that kind of dealt sort of like with that. Mm-hmm. I think there's just so much more to have, like, a gay character in the 50s yeah. than in the 80s. Well, I think, too, that would make him more sympathetic, and then we wouldn't want him being killed. Right. And that's true. See? Because then he's more repressed yes. than the 80s guy. Yes. So, and then with the 80s, you do have, like, the the whole AIDS epidemic yeah. is going on at that same time, which the show may touch upon. Yeah. I mean, uh, so she finds out that her husband is, is gay and cheating on her, mm-hmm. and there's hints that she may very well have a 
affair with a young boy. <laughs> well, that was obvious because the first scene, he's like, hi, ma'am. I mean, it's He's Lucy. obviously in love with Lucy Liu. Why it's wouldn't Lucy you be? Lou. It's yeah. Lucy Liu. She's looking fabulous in her tacky jewelry. <laughs> Because she looks fabulous no matter what she's wearing. I mean, like, yeah. And so so he's the one who actually looked at the pictures and then was like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, he was And she's like, to... I'm fine. Go away. Right. And I and I remember saying during that scene, I was like, man, she's not into you. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like she might be. But after drinking three bottles of wine and crying and yeah. feeling sad for herself, then something does happen. And, and said... the conversation was funny. Yeah. Uh, of how it went down. He was like, I've wanted to do that since I was 13 years old. And she goes, well, how old are you now? Yeah. He is 18. Well, two days from 18. She was like, as much 30. as I would love to commit a felony <laughs> to a make myself line. feel better, get out of here. <laughs> oh, there are some fantastic lines in yeah. this show. They, it's excellent. I, and then we go to 2019 couple, mm-hmm. which, again, I don't feel as compelled by this relationship. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're they're married She's a feminist. Mm-hmm. He is a screenwriter who's had some success, but doesn't seem to be doing a whole lot right now. Right. They're in an open relationship. Her girlfriend has a boyfriend that's like stalking her. Mm-hmm. And she offers their house, the house in yeah. the show, as a place to stay, which, according to the husband, is breaking a lot of the rules of their open marriage. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to get emotionally attached mm-hmm. and you're not supposed to bring it into the house. Mm-hmm. Is this something you can do? You can do whatever you want, but it's got to be safe and it's got to be outside and it doesn't affect our relationship. Yeah. And she says, well, I offered her a place to stay for a couple days Mm -hmm. because of everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. And he kind of relents, kind of doesn't really put his foot down too much. And she comes in and it's the, I don't know her name. I don't remember her name, but she's from Percy Jackson. She's got them eyes. She's got those eyes. blue eyes. And he immediately is just in Head over heels. Yeah, Yeah, head over heels. And so now he's trying to finagle a threesome out of the yeah. deal, which is, a, it doesn't happen in this episode, right. but that's where it's it's heading. Yes. So he's a, mm-hmm. that seems really boring to me in, right. in, in the grand scheme of things. Oh, I don't know. I think that could get really heavy. I think it has the potential to get mm-hmm. really heavy, but I think in the interim, it's just going to be kind of boring. I just want to watch Beth Ann stab the crap out of her husband. Oh, my God. (laughs) I really want to watch that so badly. There is a scene. So she finds out that her husband's cheating on her. This is the scene I was going to bring up, too. Is it the dinner scene? No. Before that, it's it's more subtle. Well, not really subtle. Okay. But she's cleaning up the house, and she Mm -hmm. knows he's cheated on her. And she sits down on the couch, and the thing that she was just cleaning, she just slowly knocks over on the floor like yeah. a cat and just completely breaks the vase. Yeah, you can and the see... scene ends. And it's just from behind. Yeah. It's perfect. Because it's like June Cleaver just yes. losing her S. Yes. And what I what I want to say about that scene, too, is that the one thing the show does really cool, too, mm-hmm. is the transitions from eras. Yes. So she pushes that over, it crashes, and then it cuts to a crashed glass in the 80s at the party. Yes. So like they're the transitions fun. between the time periods are excellent. See, and I was cons- because at first I didn't know what was going to happen until I realized it's the same house. Yes, because the synopsis didn't tell me anything, well, <laughs> even though it told is, me. <laughs> well, and I was concerned about the house becoming such a central focus. To right, it. I didn't know if that was necessary, mm-hmm. but it, it works. It doesn't. It's not bad. It's a murder house. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm like, is this house haunted? Yes, it's totally haunted. Apparently, three different couples <laughs> have lived here and murder's going down. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe we should, maybe it's time to tear that. Maybe wanna, it's time to discuss the murder house. I, I, want there to be, I want there to be like a scene where they're like, uh, who's the guy from Ghostbusters who built the the, the skyscraper that they want to? Uh, oh, I, I don't remember. know. I, yeah. I wish I could remember Ivan Shandor or something like that. <laughs> like I want to find out which devil worshiping uh, <laughs> yeah architect built this house. Exactly. Because <laughs> as soon as they move in, that's when everything goes it goes sideways yeah. for them. What else? What else? Well, you were about to bring up the dinner scene. Oh, the right. dinner the dinner scene was excellent because she's always just very controlled mm-hmm. and very subservient. Yes. And then suddenly she's like, "You're going to die. It, when are you going to die?" And he's like, "I'm 42. I'm healthy." How I'm are like, you going to die? Are you going to choke on a pimento? There was a woman down the street whose husband choked on a pimento, and, and it was all very 
creepy. It was creepy, but like in that Stepford Wives yes. kind of way. And he's feeling it too. He's like, yeah. why? But kind of in an aloof, douchey way. Yeah, he's, he's still like, a condescending sexist prick. He can't break away from that. Yeah. So, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, not cool, but yeah. for the show purposes, it's cool. And he's just like, he you can tell he has no respect for his wife. That yeah, she can't none. do anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's getting a little creeped out by yeah. what she's saying. And they're eating this uh, meatloaf, and then he suddenly starts choking. <laughs> and, like, I was like, oh, my God, did she poison yeah. him? Like, what's happening? Or is he choking, and she's not going to, like, do the Heimlich? Yeah. And he ends up being okay. And she's like, what was it? And he's like, a pimento. <laughs> and she and goes, she's like, oh, yes, oh. that's what I added to the meatloaf. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so. It was really creepy and very well done. Yes. It was. Uh... <laughs> and I was laughing the entire time. <laughs> Another thing that I liked was how often the show, at least with 50s and 2019, Mm -hmm. I thought it was so interesting to watch how often the husbands were apologizing for their wives behavior being feminist. Yeah. Like in the 50s, it's their neighbor. She's the one who who corrects him on like, don't do that. He's like, oh, sorry for my wife. She's been reading the feminine mystique. Yeah, it's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then she gives him a nasty look and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll shut up. Yeah, and then in the in the twenty first century, mm-hmm. we first meet that couple with a when a contractor yeah. comes over, and he's like the worst. He's awful. He's the, so condescending. He's calling her sweetheart, and yeah. whatever, whatever. And she lays down. She the She lays down the law with is, contract law. Yeah, literally, she, because she's, she's an lawyer. excellent lawyer. And yeah. she walks out, and then immediately the husband's like, "I'm so sorry for that." Yeah, and I'm like, "Yo, man!" Mm-hmm. Like again, I thought it was a very interesting. Very telling detail. I think mm-hmm. that's really interesting. And to not watch. too much has changed. N- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That it, it's just so fascinating to watch people apologize for their for their wives asserting themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that was really cool. Mm-hmm. But um, like as he said, there's some really good lines in this show too. Right. One of my favorites was. Oh, wow. It was all Lucy Liu's lines, to be quite frank. Yeah. <laughs> she had some amazing power lines. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> it's really funny because I'm looking at the lines I wrote down. Mm-hmm. They're both from Lucy Liu's section. Mm-hmm. And there's a cool parallel I didn't even notice. Right. About the lines, which mm-hmm. from a writing perspective is really cool. So I'm going to tell you the lines. Yeah. What happens is after she discovers that her husband is gay. Yeah. She confronts him. And she and it's in the middle of this party, and yeah. she says, "What you're gonna do is you're gonna go upstairs, mm-hmm. and you're gonna start packing your bags. Yeah. And then um, you're gonna stay up there until I'm gonna tell everyone that you have a headache. Mm-hmm. You're gonna stay up there until everybody's gone, mm-hmm. and then you're out of here, Buster. Yeah. So everybody leaves. A couple hours go by. Mm-hmm. She walks up there. She starts laying into him again. Yeah. And he's just sitting in his chair, not responsive. Mm-hmm. She's like, he's sweating. Yeah. And then she realizes he's OD'd. Yeah, he's pills. trying to OD. Yeah, and she gets so gloriously pissed at yeah. him. <laughs> and she's like, no. And she says, you think you're getting out of this by dying? F you. Yeah, and then smacks him so hard. So hard. Then calls 911 and is like, hi, my husband took too many pills. Please come over here and get him. Yeah, and she's like, you are not going to deprive me yeah. of seeing you in a one-bedroom apartment <laughs> By the airport. By the airport. <laughs> like, this, death is too good for you. Yeah. So, cut to later yeah. in the episode, little homeboy who wants to sleep with, little 18-year-old who wants to sleep with Lucy Liu, yeah. he comes on to her, she backs it off, yeah. and he, as he's walking by, out of the room, he says, I just want you to know, there's at least one man in this world who is dying to F you. <laughs> and I just noticed, like, the both the dying to right. F you. Like, yeah, that's I, cool. I, that has to be intentional, like a yeah. callback. That's really good writing. I, it really I, is. I love it. And, that, and it's a subtle bit of mm-hmm. good writing that I didn't even notice had I not written both of those lines down. Right. So just looking at them side by side, I was like, oh, my gosh. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. I think, did you have anything you didn't like about it? Um, no. I have a couple. I have a couple things. Well, I didn't really have anything, so why don't you tell me what you didn't like about it? Okay, it felt a little long to me. Okay, but it was on CBS All Access, mm-hmm. and regardless of the fact that you pay a subscription for that, they still have commercials. Yes, and we had to pause it a few times mm-hmm. just to deal with house stuff. Yes, so maybe it just felt long mm-hmm. because of that. Maybe. So yeah, so that was a little complaint. Not okay. a big complaint. Not a game changer. I'd watch the rest. Mm-hmm. 
Certainly. I mean, I, I think I would. you watch the rest of them? I, or how do you feel about uh, it? I do like shows like that, and I really like this first episode. Mm-hmm. I have a fear about it, though. But I feel like they need to wrap it up in maybe like three or four episodes. That was my concern. And then follow new people. Because I feel like they could drag it out too long. I don't want to have to wait ten episodes to watch this guy get killed. That was when I almost wrote exactly that. (laughs) I said, I don't know how long this premise is going to last. Right. And if this is one season one then I would want season two to be three different women. Yes, it has to be completely new women. Because if we're just dealing with the same mm-hmm. people and it's dragged out for episode yeah. after episode after episode, mm-hmm. I don't... And especially because these women never interact with each other. Yeah, and that... Well, that's exactly what happened with um, Mistresses, the BBC version. I stopped mm-hmm. watching it because they kept dragging it out. And I was like, okay, this isn't... They can't keep being mistresses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, eventually... Something's got to give. Something is going to change. Right, exactly. So that was my big kind of thing that I mm-hmm. thought about it because I was like if it's going to work it's got to be a different group of women every year. Yes, every time. And it can't be more than eight uh, episodes. No, oh, that's stretching it. Oh, that's stretching it. See, I feel like it's a good mini-series. Yes. Like a series yeah. of mini-series. Yes, I think so too. W- w- works well. Because I really like the premise. Yeah, I think we are, as people might know, we are currently watching through Star Trek The Next Generation now. <laughs> After we're done with that, then maybe like for lunch or something, right. I might wa- you know watch through mm-hmm. these. But it's not something I'm going to set aside time specifically yeah. for at this right. juncture. Well, I'm busy playing prey, so <laughs> exactly, I'm, I'm killing mimics, getting scared by prey, getting scared by mimics. So that's kind of that's kind of would be my note for mm-hmm. it. It, it, it. As much as I love the three actresses in it, mm-hmm. as well as. It's written. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have to be really dynamic because if it's gonna be like next season, right? Her husband cheats on her with another person. You yeah. Know, it's like, okay. Yeah. Like, and nobody ever dies. Yeah, I need to see or, some murder. Or if someone dies, mm-hmm. then what? Yeah. You know, are they going to jail? Is that fun? I don't think yeah, that's fun. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I guess I'd have to see where it goes, but it has to be. This is one of those shows that I think has to have a really firm roadmap of yes, what it wants to do. I agree. And if it wants to go for multiple seasons, it better have a damn good reason yeah. for it to, to move on. Oh, actually, you know what? It just reminded me there is something I don't like, that Beth Ann is now going after the mistress. That, that I, I didn't like that and how she's going to befriend her. Right. I, I didn't, didn't like that either. Yeah. Because, okay, we should say the, the show is framed by a kind of Brechtian set piece. <laughs> it starts with the three husbands mm-hmm. in these, this black room talking directly to camera. Right. It ends with the three wives mm-hmm. talking directly to camera in this black mm-hmm. room. And they're kind of giving their... Their plan, their reasons, maybe? Like, they're kind of where they're feeling. Mm-hmm. And 2019 woman, she's saying... Uh, Kirby, yeah. she's saying betrayal. Yes. And 80s woman is... Wait, who is wait. she? Wait, who is everyone murdering? Because it's not just their husbands. Yeah, there's other people involved. Yeah, yeah. I, and so I think. But what was clear though was Beth Ann was more attacking the, the woman. mistress. Mm-hmm. And when she meets her, because she does meet her in the episode, you find that this woman is very kind, and yeah. she is only trying to help. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, so it seems like Beth Ann's trying to get to know her in order to hurt her mm-hmm. or to kill her. Yeah. And I didn't like that. I. It feels very... Ugh. Yeah, it feels gross woman jealous. Yeah, yeah. it feels like the show... It's like we're better than that. The way the show is kind of set up mm-hmm. as, I feel like, sort of a pro-woman, pro-feminist right. thing, mm-hmm. then that's not the message you should be saying. Like, it's, yeah. it's just women attacking women. Then attack women. the other woman. And like yeah. maybe that's part of her journey, but mm-hmm. I just didn't like it because it was very clearly subverting expectations. Yeah. When she goes to the diner to confront her, she mm-hmm. starts crying. And then the mistress is like, hey, yeah. you know, we're not that busy. I can sit with you. We can mm-hmm. be friends. I can help you. You can tell me your problems. I can tell you my yeah. problems, which are clearly going to be something to do with her husband. Exactly. And so she's like, hmm, yeah, maybe I will. And then in that little Brechtian piece at the end, she's like, to get the person who. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're going to go after her? Yeah, you're going to be that kind I don't of person. Th- I don't think she even knows he's. He's yeah. married. I think her problem with him is going to end up being like he never wants to yeah. do anything, you know. Yeah, he doesn't want to marry me or, or whatever, yeah. you know, something like that. Or he doesn't yeah. want to marry me. He's mm-hmm. making excuses or whatever. 
Because I really want to see Beth Ann become her own woman and kill her husband. Yeah, I think she has the I think she has the potential to have the best story. See, and that's my problem with this show too is I really want to see these guys murdered, and I want to oh, see yeah. them murdered in a really fun way. Within, within like I think that for, for that first confessional scene, yeah. you were like, "When are these guys going to get murdered?" Yeah. <laughs> And that's never a good thing for somebody to want. You don't want people to die. Yeah, but they made that's a dark place you're in. They made these guys supremely killable, though. (laughs) Yeah, I did want to kill them in the first five uh, minutes. All three of them. There's just something that's like. Yeah, it's like those people who have the most punchable faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you see them, I mean, you just want to punch them. Yeah, like yeah. they they all they all do. And mm-hmm. it's interesting they have punchable faces in different ways. Yes, yes, they because do. Because the '50s guys smug. Ugh. The '80s guys kind of like this urbane, witty. Yeah. Uh, he's not as much punchable. Not as maybe. much. Uh, he, he's but he's he's charming. But mm-hmm. I I more want to punch him regarding what he's doing rather yes. than like. He's yeah. probably the most likable of mm-hmm. the three husbands. He's probably the most sympathetic. Yes, definitely. Because he's with some he's gay. I mean, yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know? And then two thousand nineteen guy, he's so oh, weak he's... and wishy washy. Well, he's not even it's not even that he's weak or wishy washy. Is that it's... I mean, I'm not trying to be No, I I just feel like he's so Oh, what is the word I'm looking for here? He's a hipster. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, okay. He's not but, He's not asserting himself as a character. He's he, not standing up for himself. He doesn't have any confidence to stand up for himself. Right. And I find that sort of behavior very off-putting and very destructive. Right. He bothers, and I, I find that I hate that behavior in women, too. Always also, stand up for yourself. He bothers me, and I'm assuming this is probably going to come into play and one of the reasons of why she would mm-hmm. want to kill him is... He's not doing anything with his life. Well, and two, he's a phony. He acts like he's the nice guy. Right. But meanwhile, he's not. He's freaking He's ducky. manipulating everything just so he can get a three-way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's disgusting. He's a phony, woke he's trying... little bitch. There you go. That's why I don't like him. I don't like him for that, and I don't like him for the fact that he wrote a screenplay, mm-hmm. and he sold his script, and he, he it was a pseudo-successful right. mo- movie, mm-hmm. but... He hasn't really, it doesn't seem like he's done much since then. Mm-hmm. And when we first meet them, he's sitting in their messy house. So yeah. he's not hes not doing anything. Yeah, he's not even, like, contributing, even though he's not even she's, writing. She's completely supporting him, which mm-hmm. is fine. I have mm-hmm. no problem with that. But he's not doing it. He like, she's like, did you write today? And mm-hmm. he's like, I don't know, two pages maybe. Yeah. No, so he didn't really write, which mm-hmm. is what he... The house is disgusting. The house is messy. She mm-hmm. asks what's for dinner, and he's like, we'll just order a pizza. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I don't really want pizza. She makes it clear she doesn't want pizza. Yeah. Not in those words, but she's like, I don't want pizza. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And then when she runs off to go save her friend, he's like, I'm going to go order a pizza. Yeah. So it's just like, she's supportive of you, and I understand you're a writer, but if you're not writing, yeah. then at least be proactive help out like yeah you know cook exactly or clean like it's mm-hmm. still it's that fake wokeness yeah like oh a man can be mm-hmm. you know the stay-at-home person right. or whatever but he's also you also ex- have to contribute he yeah he's not contributing anything you're not to, cooking you're not cleaning what are you doing he, you know she's he's just sitting there watching movies all day yeah. apparently yeah that's that's exactly in, what he was doing all day in, in sweats mm-hmm. so i I don't respect that. Yeah. So that's why he's punchable to me. Yes. <laughs> that was a really long way to get to that. Yes. <laughs> to, my premise was, why is he punchable? There it exactly. is. So, exactly. So let's see what other people said. Okay. Well, not too many poor reviews. Hmm. Almost all of them were at least eight. Nice. Most of them were tens. Okay. So the first review is from Ridwan Young. Okay. <laughs> and the subject says... Yes! <laughs> the cast is great, especially the murderous Lucy Liu. I am in. <laughs> they are more intriguing than those three women in Charlie's Angels reboot. I don't... I like, wait, they're not even the same. This isn't the same thing. These aren't spies. <laughs> I don't know why this well, person felt the need to knock the Charlie's Angels reboot <laughs> right? in the review. They must have just seen it or something. I don't know. Or is it because Lucy Liu is in the original Maybe Charlie's Maybe because Angels? of that, yeah. Like, But like Charlie's Angels has nothing to do with nothing. wives murdering their These husbands. These are completely <laughs> different plot lines. <laughs> There's nothing similar other than Lucy Liu was in both. Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay. Okay, wow. It's like it's like me being like, I love Jurassic Park. It's not like Ross Geller from Friends <laughs> and that dumb paleontologist. Like, 
Just do not. <laughs> They're not the same. <laughs> so I like that review. Anyway. Good review. Uh, Mrs. Dave Grohl. Oh, oh nice. To see. Nice. Oh, Mrs. Dave. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Mrs. Dave Grohl, too. I was like, oh, wow. He's in an open marriage family. <laughs> um, she says, mm-hmm. outstanding entertainment. Mm-hmm. Thank you for restoring my faith. There is still hope out there for original and impressive story plots. Mm. This had me hooked from the first episode. Absolute binge-worthy material. A delicious dark comedy that is a pleasure to watch. Clever and incredibly funny story. It will keep you wanting more. Mm. I agree. I mean, again, I'll watch more eventually. I think I have to be in the right mood. Mm -hmm. You know? I think I have to be, like, first day of my cycle mood. (laughs) And then I'm going to binge this. Your moon day? (laughs) My moon day. (laughs) Then I'm going to binge this. Right, yeah. I feel like that would... That's the kind of mood I would need to be in to continue watching it. Here's where I have to be. Okay. When there's not another show, I want to watch more. <laughs> oh, my God. You know okay. what I mean? Like, okay. Not, I don't mean that the sound is critical you know what? as it does. I don't think this show is geared toward 30s dudes. <laughs> no, but... I really don't think it was made for you. Oh, but no, I appreciate it, and I yes. liked it a mm-hmm. lot. I'm just saying, like... And when I don't have another show I want to watch, <laughs> I do want to watch this. It's just not on the high on my list of things right, to watch. Right, right, right. You know, it's like yeah. 10 on my watch yeah, list yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I'll get there eventually. I get it, I get it. And then this last person, this was kind of, I think, the most negative mm. of all of them. It says, it's basically Desperate Housewives 2.0, which makes sense. Okay. It says, either you liked that series or you hated it. Mm. This one is just it in three different times, so nothing new, but still likable. Okay. So kind of a... More ambivalent mm-hmm. review. Like, well, I wish I could remember Desperate Housewives. <laughs> I, I don't remember. So I think we've already answered this. Right. But go to series. I think we've decided. If, as yeah, long a as mini series. It's a series of. I don't want twenty-four episodes of the same three women for each season. Yeah. That would be overkill. Yeah, absolutely. It would get ruined. And I think that gives more voice to more women exactly. in more situations. Mm-hmm. So I th- and I think that's interesting. Yes. We gotta get out of that house too. <laughs> that murder house. <laughs> Yvonne Shandor's house. We gotta get out of there. We gotta move out of there. And what was interesting too, kind of interesting, is that the house is supposed to be like a mansion. Yeah. But I thought by the time they get to 2019, mm-hmm. it was gonna be not as impressive of a house. Yes. But no, it's still a very impressive yeah. house by 2019. Yeah. So yes. it's like, so I thought there was gonna be like some kind of play with that. Like, right. Because like the first thing, 50s. Uh, Beth Ann's mm-hmm. husband says, it's like, you're married to a guy who can get you a mansion. <laughs> and I was like, oh, by 2019, they're going to be like, oh, God, this is the best we could afford, you know? Right. <laughs> nope, it's still a mansion. No, no still a beautiful mansion. Still a beautiful mansion. <laughs> Great. But that would be my only note. Just got to change it up. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to wear out its welcome real quick. Yes. Yes, it is. In the meantime, mm-hmm. Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday. At some point in the day. And can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or at our email address, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And I would like to add to that. Mm. If you have a suggestion for a show. Oh, yeah. Like, if there's something you guys want us to watch, we'll watch it. Yeah. I mean, we're not, like, married to But not this month unless it's women-driven. Yeah, it has to be a women-driven show. Yes. So, but, yeah, like, we will watch whatever you guys want us to watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> careful now. <laughs> I will watch anything. Let's put some caveats in here. <laughs> no caveats, anything. <laughs> Anything. Oh, no. No, but, but yeah, if there's something specifically you want us to look at, mm-hmm. we're not married to our list. We're married <laughs> to each other, and it's not an open marriage. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. You even think it, and I will beat you. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, I just admitted my abuse. <laughs> uh, next week, we will be watching. Did we settle on which one we're going to do? Uh, it's a toss-up between two. It was Devs, which is a Hulu yeah. show, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I, I, I don't know anything about. Let's let's put. I think Devs is the one I wanted to do. Okay. But I also had to look at it. Make just make sure it's female driven. Oh, I think, I think it, it, is. it is though because about yeah. a woman who something. A about woman it. scientist who something something something. Yeah. So yeah. that's not. That's All not. I saw was woman scientist. Yeah, but is that anything like a lady doctor? But it has. <laughs> but but the cover of it has like a big picture of Rain Wilson from The Office. On right. It. So that's like I'm like let's make sure it's woman driven, okay. not Rain Wilson driven. Yeah. You know we don't want that. Yeah. And then we're gonna do. I'll butcher the title. Everyone loves it. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, right, right, Which right. is 
by the creator of Gilmore Girls mm-hmm. and Bunheads. I liked Bunheads. So that that's going to be our third movie. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have Sharktopus versus... A werewolf! All werewolves should be wol- <laughs> whales from now on. I am so excited about that. Exactly. I cannot tell you how excited I am about that. And I was so furious you wouldn't allow I us would, to watch I, it that put, day. Because I was like, put it on right now. I put my foot down. Because it's free on Amazon Prime. And it I was like, like, as soon as you showed me that, I was like, there's a Casper Van Dien movie I haven't watched. <laughs> and it's Sharktopus versus Werewolf. Yeah, I was looking on IMDb for uh, the filmography of yeah. Casper Van Dien. Because I think when we were going to do the Sleeping Beauty right. movie he's in. And I saw that, and I was like, what? Wait. <laughs> and, I, and I pressed the button, and I saw all these women. I was like, eh. Nice. Eh. Nice. That should work. Uh, and then I told you, and then yeah. I was like, we're going to have to buy it. Uh, yeah. And then it turns out Amazon. It's free on Amazon. So you're welcome, everyone who yes. has Amazon. You are welcome, world. <laughs> I can hardly wait to get to that. Oh, my God. I'm so I excited. We're going to watch two more. I know. I am so angry that I have to wait this long to watch that movie. And that is why women kill. That's why women (laughs) kill. Exactly. It's because you won't let me watch a Casper Van Dien movie. Werewolves. (laughs) Werewolves. Anyway, stay safe out there. Mm. Stay away from the coronavirus if possible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm a little uncomfortable being this close with you in proximity. Oh, you're going to get sick regardless. (laughs) Because while you sleep, I sneeze on your face. (laughs) I sneeze in your mouth. I sneeze. I make sure your mouth is open. I actually unlock your jaw and then sneeze. Is it? Is that helps you sleep? Yeah, it helps me sleep. I get rid of my congestion. But by coughing seriously, into your everybody, mouth. wash your hands for twenty seconds mm-hmm. at least. Get some sanitizer if people haven't already stockpiled it as they have in our town. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we have no more sanitizer. Not anywhere. Like anywhere. Not anywhere. It's like, well, if I get sick, I'm gonna get you sick. I am gonna sneeze right on you. I, if I get sick, <laughs> I'm taking you all down with me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, not you guys, because we love you. And this is all audio. You're safe. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't use that against me in a court of law. This is satire. <laughs> 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 Have a great night. And uh, we'll we see love you. you. Bye. Bye.